Hello and welcome to a special festive edition of Soapbox. We bring you gold, frankincense and Sharon being thrown out onto the street. I'm David Brown. And I'm Jonathan Hughes and I apologise for my slightly croaky, uh, raspy voice. Uh, I'm hoping it adds to the, um, uh, I don't know, the a- the atmosphere, <laughs> the dramatic atmosphere <laughs> of the Christmas Day podcast. Uh, happy Christmas, listeners. We happy should say crumbles. that, shouldn't we? Yes. Uh, we're coming to you after the screenings of all the Christmas Day episodes of The Soaps. We've seen the lot. You've now seen them too. So we're going to break them down one by one. While I break down because <laughs> yeah. of my um, ailing health. But uh, yes, it's so exci- what an exciting day. This is surely the most exciting day for soap fans all year. You know, if I think if you watch all three, it has a real kind of cathartic effect because you're watching so much misery, so much emotional torment, and then you can't help but look upon your own family you know, more benevolently. I really speak for yourself, David. No, that's true. Uh, it's true. Well, that's kind of what they say, isn't it? Especially, I think EastEnders producers have said, we have to make the country feel better about their own lives. Yeah. <laughs> that's why EastEnders is so miserable, particularly at Christmas. But it is nice, isn't it? Yeah, you do end up thinking, oh, at least I'm not Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> most of the year I want to be Sharon, but not today. At least I'm not a pariah. And everyone's turned against me. Did you feel sorry for Sharon? I did feel sorry for Sharon. I think that um, she put her case across very well to Phil when she Mm. explained why she cheated with Keanu. Keanu. It's always Keanu. There was so much Keanu pronunciation, wasn't (laughs) there, in this episode. feel like he's done it deliberately. Yeah. Um, Keanu. Keanu. So... And I, I have to say that that scene with Sharon and Phil, where they had it out, was absolutely brilliant. And I think you just—it was just great. It was two old pros going mm. at it. But I think that Sharon had a point. You know, Phil does neglect her. He does take her for granted. It didn't go the way that I was thinking it would do. I'd seen the trailer of Phil throwing the chair across the meal table. But that, and I thought, oh, he's just going to trash the entire house yes. now. But he didn't, did he? No, he didn't. He, he was kind of reduced to man tears. Yeah, a lot of man tears. I felt quite choked up when, yeah. I, when I saw that. Very emotional, but I, absolutely right. Not what you thought, because actually beyond that confrontation, Phil's hands are clean, aren't they? He, mm-hmm. He's not involved. And I don't believe we had a scene between him and Keanu. Keanu. No, we thought you were going to get one because yes. he, you saw him storming in the direction of the house. But Yes, it, that was a bit like um, Jaws. Yeah. Like a bald Jaws. Or It Follows. Um, yeah. <laughs> or It. Yes. Because he was very red-faced. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit clown-faced yeah. um, makeup. Yeah, he looked terrifying. But, yes, you're right. You, you just thought he's going to have Keanu dangled from, <laughs> you know, a bridge, you know, yeah. by the the time Mrs. Brown's boys start. <laughs> but, no, and what I liked as well and what I think he's dead has been doing very well is having the female characters take control of the plot and come into their own mm. and actually the you know i mean we'll get on to it but the louise twist was really good didn't see that coming and and sharon did stand up for herself you know she mm. did she admitted it but and she sort of wanted phil to forgive her but she didn't just kind of you know roll over did you she put up a fight she didn't she didn't like apologize did she or make no. a big plea for forgiveness bit late for that, I guess. Yeah. But, um, but back to the original point, I did feel sorry for Sharon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a shame because, you know, there's, 
nearly 30 years of history between those characters and they're just kind of intertwined, aren't they? Yeah. To misery. Yeah. They're never going to be happy together, are they? In a they? kind of like, who's afraid of Virginia Woolf type. Totally that. Type way. Absolutely that. Yeah. Um, and very Angie and Den. You know, mm-hmm. it's very similar. Well, um, we had a divorce papers reference, didn't we? It's like greatest hits of Christmas, wasn't it? It was now that's what I call EastEnders. You know, yeah, the Christmas album. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you had divorce papers. Dick. You had Martin and um, running someone over, which was which is my favourite Christmas tradition. I don't know about <laughs> you. People say board games, <laughs> yeah. presents. No, I love it when Martin runs someone over. Death race. <laughs> Yeah, death race. Martin <laughs> death race. Even when they recast Martin, he's still he's still running people over. Yeah, yeah. And were there other like little little homages along the way as well? Um, Linda being very drunk. Oh yeah, very very drunk, like Angie Watts mm-hmm. before her. So the landlady of the Queen Vic, and I do feel that her fluffy jumpers. Or a little bit of Anita Dobbs in 1986, don't you? Yeah, that's true. I think maybe she found some in the loft yeah, when yeah, the Carters yeah. moved in. Yeah. Along with the seven inch of anyone can fall in love. And we've got Lee Carter back. I don't think Lee Carter can stay all that long because I, maybe it's just me, but I think he looks like Ben Mitchell. They look very which, similar. Which one? <laughs> the, the new, the latest one. He'd look really Max. different, I thought, yeah. Lee. Yeah, he yeah, he does. I didn't really notice that. I, I just kept thinking, God, you've really changed. You've not been gone that long. His face looks a lot like um thinner doesn't it yeah he looks really is it him they recast all the carter kids is yeah. it? maybe it's not um the guy we thought it was yeah he does look a bit similar to ben so let's hope that they keep them apart otherwise very confusing he's had a good christmas danny boy because he was on um not going out the christmas oh, special he? yeah on christmas eve oh he's done well he's done all right for himself on bbc <laughs> one this year he, yeah he's basically the face of bbc one christmas yes <laughs> Exactly. And who saw that coming? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, the other thing that we had was the little kind of B and C plots, one of which was the Slaters doing the episode of Vicar of Dibley, <laughs> where Dawn French has to eat all the Christmas dinners. Yes, it was. Nobody it? said it, though, did they? Nobody went, oh, I'm just Dawn French. <laughs> Ain't I? <laughs> I think Big Mo's should have got like a whole... For collar on and got, yeah. got the whole hog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was quite Vicar of Dibley. Yeah. What did you make of that, other than the Vicar of Dibley or Marsh? It was. Did you <laughs> think it kind of got in the way? I know you need light and shade, but I sort of kept thinking, can we go back to Sharon now? Yeah, a little bit, definitely. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I thought this year's Christmas special EastEnders was such a big improvement on last year's. I agree. I thought last year's was one of the worst that I'd but seen. How did you really feel about it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all that s- Slater screeching and oh, Alfie. Kat said herself, didn't she? Well, at least no one's fallen down the yeah, stairs. Yeah. I think she should have like looked to the camera, like winked, going, "Yeah, yeah this is going to be a bit better." Yeah, thank <laughs> God, eh, viewers. <laughs> <laughs> so it was much better, but slightly chaotic in that you had all these different plot lines. Yes, it was, and I didn't really kind of know what I should be focusing on. Um, the Phil and Sharon stuff was the best. I didn't think Keanu and Louise was quite as good. I, I didn't think they sold that Louise transformation betrayal thing quite as really. What well, at the end when well in in that scene in the van? Yeah. You mean? I mean, I liked it when Martin chloroformed Keanu. Like, <laughs> we all love that. Yeah, that, that was a twist that used to get in Tintin stories. Tintin was always getting chloroformed. I don't remember that. Did yeah. you have like the top shelf Tintin, like Tintin later? <laughs> no, he was always. <laughs> It was always chloroform, <laughs> snowy. So I, 
I think Keanu. Maybe is. that's where they. Everyone thought it was like Tarantino or The Sopranos. What EastEnders have actually played homage to is Tintin. Yeah, and Doom, the computer game Doom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we saw on the mobile phone, you know, the the gun, the being, video, yeah, the, the POV, yeah, which mm. is like Doom, the computer game where you used to kind of have the the, the gun in view the whole time. And yeah, I mean, it's a bit of Call of Duty. One yeah, of them. So yeah. Unfortunately, with Keanu as the victim. Keanu. Keanu. Keanu yeah. Moore. Yeah. Or is he? What well, do you think? What do you think? Until I see a body yeah. with my own eyes, yeah. I'm not going to believe it. A gun went off and the gun POV shot. I mean, that was a bit snuff movie for Christmas Day. <laughs> I thought, oh my word, this is harsh. Like, I mean, I don't think you saw the actual point, but it was very disturbing. But then EastEnders was on quite quite late in the schedules, wasn't it? Yeah. This year? Maybe they made a virtue of that. It, yeah, it was a bit... Um, do you think Ben kind of watched that? Video and then went right. Bit of Gavin and Stacey. <laughs> it gets you in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a yeah, very festive, festive viewing. Did you like all the music, all the incidental music? Yeah, well, EastEnders have been dipping their toe into that, haven't they? Mm. Um, Hollyoaks do it a lot. Emmerdale then often do it. Corey not so much occasionally, but I feel like EastEnders is, you know, I don't know. It's quite modern, isn't it? It's quite a departure from mm. the normal kind of soap should feel like l- real life all the time um yeah it did add to it it was it was uh made it quite atmospheric did add to the tension they had every single christmas song played throughout the course of the episode did you notice but you know what i think you just got to do it on eastenders christmas day I and mean, you've got to have those kind of yeah those those chart busters i don't and, think and it's happened. very ironic because it's always like when you've got like slade playing someone's getting beaten up yeah or someone's crying and can yeah. you remember what was playing in the background when den served angie a uh, divorce paper was it step into christmas no i don't think it was a christmas song at all was it um, I think it Re was Petite, <laughs> which I think was possibly Christmas number one that year? I think it was Alice and Moye, Is This Love? Oh, boy. If it's not that, then that is a very <laughs> random thing to pick out. I just got it in my head That's that it was. That's quite appropriate, though, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway. Is this I might love? have to look no. that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We should have looked that up before. I'd yeah. love that. That's a great pub quiz question. And in the background, there's like a box of Golden Wonder crisps. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Whenever you watch that clip, go, oh, I'm a bit peckish. Yeah. It's like a subliminal crisp message. <laughs> <laughs> and they, and they say yeah. the BBC can't advertise subliminally. I know, yeah. <laughs> oh, Dan Watts wants you to eat some crisps. <laughs> this, my sweet, is a bag of prawn cocktail. <laughs> Six trash little bags. <laughs> exactly. See, we all remember it. Should we move on to curry before we have a coronary? Uh, a coronary reaction yeah. Well, that's not going to calm us down, is no. it? No. High tension at the Winter Wonderland. Where was Jack Boswell from Bread? Jack Boswell from Bread probably <laughs> gone back to Nelly's for Christmas dinner. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Just to uh, escape the carnage. Yeah, prayers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was cray-cray, wasn't it? It was very cray-cray. Now, Corey have been up front and said... Stick with it, guys. We're trying something new mm-hmm. for 2019. This is very, very different to your normal Cozy Cory Christmas. Fair play. Try something different. I was I'm not sure how I feel about it. No. I was quite... I mean, I think my main kind of issue was I was watching it was that it centred on quite a minor character, this Derek character, mm-hmm. who I know has been in and out of it for a few months, but... 
he he's not exactly Pat Phelan, is he? It's, no, not <laughs> not even Pat Phoenix. No. He's, I just thought to invest in his ply and the fact that he's not going to get on a plane to Florida to see his kids that we've never met. Mm. I thought there was just too much Derek, frankly. Yeah. I think that yeah, you you can't have you know a character from the show go crazy with a gun because they've obviously then got to be gotten rid of Im- immediately. But there was just a bit too much Derek yeah. and, and not enough of the other characters in peril. I felt like it short-changed even, you know, the plats that were there. The equivalent um, on EastEnders would be if Shrimpy had had a breakdown. Yeah, so, and then Sharon and Phil are having this big breakdown in the middle of the and Shrimpy kind of steals the scene. <laughs> yeah. Says, all my stock's gone missing. And it like, has this, like, ten-minute monologue. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and really Sharon and Phil in the background going, oh, what's he doing? Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a bit like Tracy from Behind the Bar mm-hmm. got the Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and what did you think of... Um, Rula Lenska getting the song at the end. I wonder how Because she'd been in rock follies. In in the 70s. (laughs) Let's have a sing song. I think she should have done a rock follies track. Yeah. Yeah, she should have done something a bit 70s rock. Sugar Mountain. Please, how dare you. Um, Yes, I would have liked that. What did Barbara Knox really feel about Rita being the backup singer? She was usurped. Appena was ruler. Appena was. And Ed Bailey. Yeah. It was Ed Bailey and Ruler Lenska's duet. And like Elton and Kiki. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Rita did have her moment where she fell off off the Christmas tree. Well, no, she was decorating the tree. Yeah, that was on Christmas Eve. That was Christmas Eve. Eve. Which I was basically like an Alan Bennett talking heads <laughs> cream cracker under the settee with Rita as Thora Heard. <laughs> She'd love that, you know. Yeah. I think... Hearing us compare her to Thora, (laughs) she'd really appreciate. But yeah, it was a a bit like that. Did you kind of, I think Rita has got a lot of friends. Like I feel a bit, I'm sad that she feels that she hasn't. Everyone knows Rita, everyone loves Rita. Did Mm. you buy this whole thing that, you know, she's she's lonely at Christmas? No, I think think that, you know, if she could have just stood in the middle of the street and just said, who's going to take me in for Christmas dinner? Everyone would have just come out and said, you know, course, come to us, Of course they would have. And you know what she should have done? Gone out to the middle of the street and did a song yes. on her own. Forget Ruler and Ed Bailey. She should have just broke into <laughs> Winter's Tale by David Essex, which is usually what she sings every she does. Christmas. A cappella, yeah. middle of the street, just, you know. She should have shaken it up, though, and done something, you know, like, um, don't let the bells end. <laughs> the darkness. <laughs> Or fairy tale of New York, both parts. <laughs> you scumbag, you maggot. E. e. <laughs> we better not do the next bit. We better not. We'll no. be we'll be taken off air. Yeah, but I think we can all imagine that. Yes. Um, yeah. So what about Shona? In my head now. What though. about Shona getting shot in the box? <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Well, I'm never getting in a box on Christmas no, Day, no. tell you that. Um, so I I kind of thought, well, it looks like Shona's okay, but then Julia Goulding, who plays Shona, mm. is off on maternity leave quite soon. Mm. Is there going to be a twist to Shona's box shootout? That, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think um, there's got to be some complication there's in got, the hospital. Yeah. I mean, we don't want there to be, can we just make that clear? But we know she's going. And it mm. was kind of... I, th- I don't know, I expected a bit a bit more from that because that was one of the most 
affecting parts because I love David and Shona and the reaction, you know, when she got shot in the hospital, dash, then it seemed to all be resolved very quickly. Mm. But, I mean, I don't know, because Robert was dying in another scene, um, do you think they just didn't want to have too much jeopardy? I don't know. I, thought, I was just marvelling at how lucky a shot that was through the glass of, of the rover's door. Yeah. Yeah. You know... Talk that about was, Doom or Call of Duty, it was a yeah. um, pretty good shot. I think they should have gone all out and have it like ricochet off a lamppost and then hit Robert in the face. That pinball. <laughs> yeah, a pinball throughout the whole set. <laughs> and eventually just lands on Robert. They missed a trick there. Yeah, I, from one scene to the next though, I'm, I'm unsure about how Michelle feels about Robert. <laughs> she seems to like hate his guts. Then she's like, no, he's dying. I I, yeah, I mean, it wasn't the time, but should Carla have said, hang on, Shell, you heard him last Friday. Yeah. I can actually sound like Carla Connor now with my, um, my yeah, last just naturally. Voice. Yeah. yeah. Um, she should have sort of, you know, that music was playing and all, you know, the kind of um, really um, stylized heightened direction. I think, yeah, Carla should have just gone, hang on, stop music. <laughs> what are we doing with this montage, right? Yeah. Shell, you cheated on you. You killed him. What's going yeah. on? been a busy old week for Michelle because she she had a very good view of um, Vicky's labour. I wondered what you were going to say. Thank God you just said labour. <laughs> uh, she actually saw the lot. She did. And then, yeah, delivered the... Voluntarily. Yeah. Had a good did. old squiz at that. Yeah. And then ends up losing Robert just mere days later. Having tried to frame him for murder and not given two hoots. Maybe Michelle and Vicky should now raise Robert's baby together. Oh, I'd love that. Well, mm. Michelle is set to leave the yeah. street in just a matter of days. Uh, do you think that's the twist? They're it could gonna... be like my two dads, but my two mums. <sighs> yeah. You can count on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my two mars. Michelle yeah. and Vicky, imagine that. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure what that what hope that kid has. I know, I know. Well, I mean, Vicky's raised Tyler, who's a juvenile delinquent. Yeah. Um, and Michelle's raised Ryan, who's had... Three Who different heads. Birth. He's just swaps a birth. <laughs> Pray for Sonny. Yeah. Pray for poor old Sonny. Yeah. Is that the last of Vicky? I quite liked Vicky. I do as, as well. I, I think mean, they should bring she her had back. She a bit of spark about her, didn't she? I love it. I mm. really like... I could just see her working in Underworld. I know they flirted with that idea briefly because she's been in and out of the show for a couple of years. Mm. Um, yeah, I'd have, her, I'd have her in Underworld. I'd have her clashing with, you know, Beth... <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Who do you think you yeah. are, you bald blonde? <laughs> what are you saying about my family now? She's been played by Jerry Adams in this right. How are you? Uh, yeah. I think well, he's, coming. he's the recast. Yeah. Well, should we move on? <laughs> R.I.P. Robert. I feel like Robert's got no love in this podcast, but, you know, there you go. I think that Robert was a naughty boy, and I just think he was too too mean to the ladies of the street yeah exactly yeah no love lost there no family to mourn him really apart from this son well yeah but you know he's got obviously gone somewhere tracy someone told tracy they were married he was amy's stepdad is her shop still called preston's petals what a fitting tribute to the man <laughs> his name lives on. in my head it should be called barlow's bouquets and i, yeah. I now think it is called that but i think I, i've been telling people it should be called that for the last <laughs> five years yeah i don't know oh well the legacy lives on i'm sure they'll do a nice wreath anyway on to <laughs> emmerdale <laughs> emmerdale for me played out like 
the twenty first twenty minutes of every episode of Murder She Wrote, you know where you've got. I like, did see Angela Lansbury once. If only. If only. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you've got your potential murder victim yeah. in Graham, who we know is going to get bumped off. Yes, and it's basically the series of scenes where people saying, "I'm going to kill that man. <laughs> I hate him. I'm going to make him pay. I'm gonna, he needs to pay. Who does he think he is? <laughs> yeah. Going around in the last few weeks of his contract." <laughs> Yes. He needs to be taught a lesson near the National Television Awards. Yeah. And then side-eye, look to camera. Do you think maybe, you know, like when they used Murder, She Wrote was on and they'd have like a preview of that night's episode? Tonight on Murder, She Wrote. Tonight on Emmerdale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luke, I'm going to kill that Graham. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> yes, there was a lot of queuing up. Um, yeah. For the, the who done it? That is some time away. Like it's not till January. We've got weeks of this. Yeah, of the same, are you saying we've got weeks of the same thing happening over and over again? Yes, we've got weeks yeah. of Marlon just kind of going. Marlon, I mean, <laughs> they're really trying, as is Mark Charnett, but Marlon, <laughs> killer Marlon, murdering Marlon. Yeah. I, it's gonna, it's gonna chef him to death. He's, 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 he's gonna saute him to mm. death. <laughs> he's gonna uncruit him to death. That's what the dialogue will be in a couple of weeks' time. You're not taking Leo. I'm gonna fricassee you. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I look forward to all of those kitchen puns. Yeah. yeah. Deep fat froster. Froster, whatever he's called. Deep fat froster. Froster fries tonight. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is going to happen. Um, did you like the look of the home farm Christmas dinner? No one ever eats Christmas dinner in soaps, do they? Because there's always a fight in the middle of it. There's so much food. Look delicious. They did. <laughs> I think of all the soap Christmas dinners, yeah. it looked absolutely scrumptious. Yeah. And no one touched it. No, because watery-eyed Jamie Tate stormed <laughs> off, didn't Boo-hoo. he? Boo-hoo. <laughs> Boo-hoo. Go cry to mummy. I've had it with Jamie Tate. Yeah. I've had it with Jamie Tate. I just, yeah. He Maybe that little to... girl at the lot. I'm going to have <laughs> everything. I think she's going to kill Graham. Yes. <laughs> I think Millie's going to do it. What was, What would be her murder weapon? Um, uh, My Little Pony. <laughs> Just a uh, clobbered no, over the head with a My Little it, Pony. Or a unicorn. Kids love unicorns. A unicorn they? spike. The Un- horn of a unicorn. Spiked through the eye with a unicorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, she could say, well, I am the granddaughter <laughs> of Kim. Yes. And she's like it's like Bugsy Malone. Yeah. Like she's like a um theme, a little crime boss. And then she looks like in that. like a Fisher Price compact mirror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Snaps it shut or walks off. Gets in a helicopter. Yeah, gets in a helicopter. <laughs> a Fisher Price helicopter. <laughs> Budgie. <laughs> I don't even know what she's called, that girl. Millie. Millie, that's right, yeah. Can't you hear Graham going, Millie. Millie. Yeah. That's all he says. <laughs> that girl could be mine. Oh, I sound like Graham and all yeah. with my voice. And well, Kim. But she, <laughs> but she, and Phyllis Pierce. Phyllis Pierce, yeah. But the, the, it isn't Graham's. No, and that was kind of a neat twist. Because yeah. I thought, oh, well, Graham's got no ace to play no but then he, yeah he could still like blow apart the marriage so. perhaps he's the father of Maya's baby <laughs> that's <laughs> an extra twist don't put anything past <laughs> Black Ops Graham <laughs> yes really really yeah oh that's a good twist mm-hmm. you know what I wouldn't be surprised if that actually is the case because there's this DNA test coming isn't there mm-hmm. um, so the other story you know in Emmerdale was the, the baby on the doorstep yeah um, the, the um, rather sordid nativity tale <laughs> 
<laughs> was a bit. Yeah. A bit saucy. No room at Pollard's Inn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, the nativities and soaps this year have been very different from the ones I remember. Yeah. Uh, I like the climate change one in EastEnders <laughs> a few days ago. That was good. Anyway, um, yeah, so the baby thing, like, we're not going to, I feel like that we're not going to know really the truth for a little while. No. Um, but, I mean, surely someone in the village saw Maya. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't they have seen her? Um because Jacob answered the door really quickly, like knock on the door. But she's she during her original time in the program, she did spend three months lurking in bushes. Oh, she's a very good lurker. She's good at that. Yeah, you know. she is. That's true. I forgot that. If you were she's playing good. hide and seek with May, you'd never find her. Oh, she's brilliant at yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's you'd really you'd find her newborn baby, but you'd never find her. No. <laughs> <laughs> and that was about it with Emmerdale, wasn't it? That was the kind of two. There's two. just a whole lot of Marlon threats. Lots of, yeah. It lots was of. very Merry Marlon threatening. Yeah, that was, yeah. That and was we had Dr. Kavanagh getting a bit maudlin. Yeah, get over it, mate. You know, yeah. Venice is she long gone? She long gone. She gone. Bye bye. You got Layla now. She obviously fancies pants off, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was kind of it for Emmerdale. Um, Hollyoaks. We should give a mention to. Yes, please do. Okay, so Hollyoaks for the young people. Uh, you've been able to stream their Christmas episodes since the twentieth of December, so it's all out there. And Hollyoaks never normally airs on Christmas Day anyway, but we did have the episode set on Christmas Day on the telly a few days ago um and what is now the tradition like martin running people over sienna blake having a meltdown um about either being cheated on or missing the children that she um lost to jamie lomas who yeah. always comes in and steals all their children like <laughs> once a year he's like the child catcher he's the child catcher children hey, lollipops children <laughs> yeah. um, he should that should be warren's next comeback with a big yeah, yeah. cage behind him <laughs> They're driving the, was it a horse and cart yeah. with the cages? Lollipop. <laughs> Children. <laughs> so, poor Sienna found out that Brody and Liberty actually did the deed for real. Mm. There was no insemination. Well, there was, just in the natural way. Yeah. Just to see Sienna lose it and plot revenge on Christmas Day, it's like the Queen's speech. Or yeah. the McQueen's speech, which is what <gasps> Nana gave us. Let's see what you did there. That was lovely. Um, and, yeah, that was kind of uh, your, your main things. For Christmas, we also found out Kelly from Eternal, uh, mm-hmm. who plays Martine, her secret missing twin, we know that Mitchell had a twin she gave away, is weird Toby, the kind of arrogant music producer who moved in opposite Mandy the other week. That's the secret son. This is a... Is that just entirely coincidence that... What do you think? <laughs> so he's come for revenge on Mama Martine and the, the, the boy she kept. Mm. This is like super dynasty territory mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. there's the, um, you know, the, the, the long lost son that's grown up into a kind of handsome go-getter that's plotting revenge. Uh, yeah, I mean, for all Hollyoaks does, it's far-right extremism and county lines. They do love a dynasty-style, <laughs> you know, plot buster. Sudsy and, kind of. Yeah, thing. very sudsy, um, and I'm here for that. So that was a Christmas Day reveal, but, yeah, it wasn't actually on a Christmas Day. Although, because you can stream it, you could have watched it on Christmas Day and, you I'm, know, got the full effect. Maybe you did. I'm sure lots of households came to a stop. And said, yes. you know what? Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not bother with, yeah. you know, Strictly. Well, I, I know where my loyalties lie. Well, so let's, let's, um, let's have a little contest then to end it. Which do you okay. think out of the four yeah. had the best Christmas Day episode? Which was the best value for money? If you just come into this cold and yes. you hadn't watched any other episode, 
whatever of the soaps <laughs> no, ever no, in your life. No, just this you year. You'd be going, what the hell's going on? This year. Okay. Which one do you think you would have gotten the most entertainment from? I think EastEnders. I, I think, think so. EastEnders pulled it out of the bag. I think because EastEnders invented soap Christmas, let's be honest, mm-hmm. all, you know, and all the soaps would say that, I'm sure, you know, with Angie and Dennett, it invented a tradition of the, you know, the, the year-long plots building to the Christmas Day climax. People <laughs> expect it. There's a lot to deliver and a lot of expectation. But I think it pulled it out of the bag and they've not had very strong Christmases in the last few years as well. You know, the show's been through quite a lot, as we mm. know. This, I feel, was the best in some years. Best and, and most improved then. Yes, and I do like the the simplicity of going for probably your biggest, most recognisable couple in Sharon and Phil, who actually, I can't remember the last time Sharon and Phil were at the centre of Christmas mm, like this. Mm. It feels like they should always be, but they're actually not. The very simple fact, like Den and Angie was a man giving his wife a piece of paper because she'd lied to him. It, you know, there, there was no big stunt. There was no big gimmick. This was literally a couple in crisis. She cheated on him. He found out. He was upset. And they had it out. Mm. Within that, there were lots of twists and turns. But I love the simplicity of just making it about a relationship we know and care about. And if you had come into it cold... Everyone knows who Sharon and Phil are. You can't have failed to have been kind of riveted by that emotional, um, you know, weight that it had. And I think it felt very, it felt very modern EastEnders, but it felt like it was, you know, going back to basics in a way. Mm. So I would say EastEnders. I think Corey was different. Uh, Emmerdale had some entertaining parts. Emmerdale Hollyoaks was as crazy than I as ever. It was gonna be. Yes, I agree with that. I think EastEnders. You agree? If you, yeah, if you come into Curry Cold, you'd have thought that Derek was the show's main character, wouldn't you? He'd be like, oh, I'm sad they've killed off the main character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that Derek has he been as, in it as long as Ken Barlow. <laughs> Fan favorite. Yeah, yeah. So must try harder, I think, for Curry. Well done, EastEnders. Yeah, uh, that's our verdict. So yeah, we were back in the new year. With more Soapbox, uh, please head over to radiotimes.com slash soap newsletter uh, for all your soapy updates. Wish you a very Merry Christmas, what's left of it, and a Happy New Year. See you soon. <laughs>